0: Married with Channels podcast. Welcome to it. My name is Moose. And I'm Jody. She's the wife. I'm the husband. Yep. We talk TV shows, movies. No big whoop. Everybody feeling good? Let's get right to it. Yeah. Let's start with a movie that I saw a lot of buzz on. And it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes. Uh, which? which starring Michelle Yao.
1: That's a hard title for me to remember.
0: Really? I yeah. I think it'd be pretty easy.
1: I'm like, all the things, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know?
0: Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Michelle Yao. Um, I don't know his name, but uh, the guy who was in uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Dr. Jones, short, short round. Unfortunately, I'm going to butcher
1: his name, but yeah. Ki-Hu Quan. Ki-
0: there you go. But anyway, this movie is a mind blower. Like this movie is crazy. It's original. It's different. It's sometimes confusing. It's sometimes sweet.
1: It is really out there.
0: It is out there. They should have included out there. (laughs) Right.
1: All the things out there that are weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. But um, basically the plot of the story is this woman and her family. They run a uh, laundry shop um like a laundromat. self-service
1: laundromat yeah. yeah
0: and they're going to they got audited so they got to go do their taxes and it gets in this, uh, very quickly into this realm of multiverses there's we'll say at least hundreds of different multiverses where there's different versions of this main character named Evelyn
1: yes and different versions of the People in her family, yeah, as everybody. Well. Yeah, I mean
0: everybody. There's different versions of everybody, and yeah. So her husband, occasionally the different multiverse version of him shows up mm-hmm. to talk to her, lead her, guide her. And I don't know why she's so important, unless it's just pertinent to their their lives in different universes, or if she is like kind of like a, a main cog in. Other universes' well-being, as the construction crew's outside. Right. You can, you can barely hear it, but anyway.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why she's so key and pivotal to whatever purpose she's supposed to serve. Yeah. I don't know. It's very. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't quite get it. Uh, yeah. This movie, I still don't quite get it, but okay.
0: This is probably one of those movies that to do it justice, you probably need to watch it a couple more times. Probably. Because I bet you there's about a good a good truckload, half me- a payload of stuff you missed. Well, I missed. I- everybody for me-
1: missed. For me, it's like too far out there. I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. It was like, what? What? What just happened?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think I'll watch it again. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Sure. I got I got what they're trying to say. And there's a lot they're trying to say there. A lot.
1: Yeah. A lot um, of messaging going on there. I wasn't quite sure where, where they were going with it. Yeah. You know, and another thing that confused me about this movie is what, what universe were the people in the van, like monitoring her and what they didn't have any like pivotal part of the story. Like, I don't understand. They were
0: essentially, they were essentially like, the um, I, I don't know the characters from The Matrix, but there's this crew in The Matrix where they're kind of in the main ship that's running around monitoring Neo. Sure. And keeping track. That's their job. Okay. Where they're at in the, in the scheme of the multiverses, I don't know.
1: Well, and why was the husband there with them and not her or other parts of her family? Like, I didn't quite get that
0: at all. I'm guessing the husband was a part of the the hub team okay and maybe she was not okay I don't know again this is stuff that m- maybe we would pick up if we watched it again but sure uh, I wouldn't watch this movie high or <laughs> or maybe you should because there's some definite moments like for instance one of the multiverses they have hot dogs for hands what did she jump she's off the damn mat. She appears to be in a universe where everyone has hot dogs instead of fingers. And it's... I mean, and and it's surreal and just kind of abstract. You know, these people have the hands with hot dogs, and sometimes they, like, chew on them and mustard or ketchup comes out. Uh, And it's just kind of, okay, interesting. It's weird. This movie is completely original. It's like Matrix meets um a kung fu movie meets terms of endearment
1: okay yeah i can i can draw those lines
0: i don't know if you can say that about many movies but just just kind of like just the just the 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 width of the different things going on in this movie and it all kind of comes to a point in a head with essentially a relationship between a mother and a daughter Mm -hmm. and how it's almost like i think the whole point if i had to guess at the whole point of the movie is different multiverse Evelyn's, again, our main character, and by the way, the name of our daughter, come together and to try and repair the relationship between Evelyn and her daughter, Joy, if I had to guess. Because here's kind of like one of the last scenes in the movie where the real, our universe, Evelyn and Joy talk. You are getting fat and you never call me, even though we have a family plan and it's free. You only visit when you need something. You got a tattoo, and I don't care. If it's supposed to represent our family, you know I hate tattoos. And of all the places I could be, why would I want to be here with you? Yes, you're right. It doesn't make sense. Evelyn, be sure. Go Let her finish. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe there is something out there some new discovery that will make us feel like even small pieces of shit. Something that explains why you still went looking for me through all of this noise. And why, no matter what, I still want to be here with you. I will always, always, want to hear with you all right so that clip on its own it sounds like it's from some movie called mother i love you but you're i hate you you know (laughs) like some drama you know
1: i wasn't sure until kind of that scene what they were trying to do or say honestly like that one kind of wrapped it up and like oh okay that's the message maybe you know but Prior to that, it was like just kind of all over the place. So i yeah. <laughs> I struggled with this one, and, yeah. and I mean, I, I saw it all the way through. I think like, I liked the fir- like two the first two thirds of it. it, but kind of that last third, um was just like everything kind of thrown into it i felt like and it was like wait what huh. what is going on i'm st- I'm still trying to figure out what's going on in this movie sure. but
0: i liked it i just i didn't love it yeah i th- i, I love the creativity of it the uh. the freshness the uniqueness of it i love that i think it's a story it didn't really do much for me okay um but it just sounds it just seems like it's a great movie by new filmmakers who will probably go on to make some shitty Marvel movie, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And
0: um, I think th- I recommend it. I think people should check it out.
1: I don't know if I would. It's okay. just I mean, unless you're into really, you know, sci-fi far out there stuff, like it's just yeah. beyond kind of. It's not a my comfort zone with sci-fi there, but
0: look, there's a fight scene involving dildos. So, there's a lot going on here. Yes. Sci-fi, there's comedy,
1: a weird donut or bagel. Weird, I don't even yeah, know. A mystical bagel. bagel.
0: It's <laughs> It's not a movie you want to go check your brain. It's one that you're going to have to sit down and pay attention to and watch intently.
1: Yeah, and even like the parts that were supposed to be kind of comical, like they weren't like laugh out loud. Right. Like I didn't find them funny, really.
0: I do want to point out that we watched this over a series of a few days. Yeah, we watched like a half hour, an hour here, then another twenty minutes there, another twenty minutes there.
1: Because I fall asleep on the couch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, whatever the reason may be, I don't recommend watching it that way. Right. I think you need to start. You need to plan two. I think it's about two hours ten minutes. Slot out two and a half hours to watch this start to finish. Gotcha. That's my recommendation here. Okay. But uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Interesting, fascinating movie.
1: Uh, Let's move on. Okay.
0: And we look at The Bear, which is a uh, show on FX on Hulu. I don't know how that works exactly. Does it air on FX first and then Hulu or is it exclusive to FX? Anyway. You
1: know, I don't know these things. We are streaming family, so I, know, right? I don't know these things.
0: Um, It's uh, Jeremy Allen White. We know him from... Uh, from uh lip as shameless from shameless yeah and it's interesting this is another chicago set kind of gritty you know salt of the earth type of people show and but it's definitely not shameless no i mean he's not like a scumbag not that he was a scumbag in the show but he's definitely not lip no um but he's like a cook he's like this you know Five-star Michelin, top-of-the-line trained chef. Yes. We have a couple flashbacks mm-hmm. to him training and getting his balls busted by the master chef. Yeah. Essentially Gordon Ramsay-type character. Um, and he comes to uh, Chicago to seemingly, he's inherited this sandwich shop from his now-dead brother.
1: Yeah, and it's family ke- business. and
0: Yeah, he wants to keep it going. And, you know, there's conflicts there because, you know, for instance, the cousin, who's a loudmouth, you know... This is how we've done it. This is how we've always done it. Don't change it. Yeah. Carmi, which is our main character's name.
1: I think that he thinks status quo is okay. And yeah. he is resentful of this, that Carmi inherited the restaurant in the first place, but he's also resentful, like, oh, this fancy chef coming in, trying to be in charge, and don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's kind of his attitude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the, uh, the cousin who uh i don't know the name of the character but it's his cousin and i got it here it's richie richie is just happy with keeping things the way they are you know mm-hmm. they probably just scrape by enough to pay the staff make a couple bucks and call it good yep um now i don't know what carmy Jeremy Allen White's main, main character's name. I know what his motivations are. Like, does he want this to be a really good business? Or is this just like. Well. He wants to honor his brother and make it better than it was? I'm
1: going to back up and correct you on part of this. Okay. They aren't making money, they're in a lot of financial trouble. Right. I mean, Carmi stresses about the yeah. stack of bills. Everything's past due. He's like on the phone trying to negotiate with people like, please the, just give us more time. And
0: The uncle wants to buy it from him.
1: Yep. And so they aren't doing well. And I think he wants he believes in it and he wants to turn it around. But obviously they can't keep doing what they're doing right. because it's not working for them and making, the, you know, paying the bills and stuff. Yeah. So yeah
0: yeah uh, so interesting now we've watched the first two episodes and that's it yeah it's an interesting show i i i'm hesitant to say i like it because we're only two episodes in sure i think it's interesting i'm curious to see where they're going i like that this is essentially like like maybe this is about fractured families you know,
1: there's definitely some dysfunction going on there yeah. and everybody's kind of dealing with their own stuff. Like he, he went to a meeting of some form. I think it was like Al-Anon or something like that. Right. Um. So there's, there's, there's issues within yeah. the family and the family dynamic. And sometimes I have to say, like, I have to be in the right frame of mind to watch this one because sometimes some of that conflict is intense and you just yeah. feel that like, stop yelling at me.
0: Speaking <laughs> of conflict, uh, here's a scene with him and the cousin Richie who's just, well, well conflict, hashtag conflict. The guys are texting me. You tell them i to do all sorts of weird shit backwards. Don't fucking do that, Carmen. Don't go mix it with our heads. And ordering different mayonnaise and hiring new fucking bras without talking to me first. This is your brother's house, okay? Yeah, remember? I was running it fine without you. Why didn't he leave it to you then? Low on olive oil, Carmi. <laughs> Why didn't he leave it to you then? Interesting too, because like it's easy to to focus on Richie a little bit, the cousin. Mm-hmm. It's easy to pigeonhole and put him in the in the in the space of. He's the loudmouth asshole Mm -hmm. who doesn't want change, wants things to be status quo. Mm -hmm. But then episode two, we kind of get a little bit of insight into him and he shows a little vulnerability. Mm -hmm. You know, when they go, he gets, I think he lost his license. So Sydney, the new, we'll call her a sous chef, Mm -hmm. has to drive him to the hardware store. Yep. And we see some vulnerability there. You know, he kind of opens up a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. Yep. And so I like that. Yeah. You know, it's easy to just like, well, Richie's going to be the loudmouth guy who yells at Carmi all the time. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be the case.
1: I think too, like it gives you a glimpse inside a working restaurant and how, you know, there's, there's different moving parts to that. You know, anybody who's worked in food service can relate to parts of this show. I mean, there's a lot of. That kind of um, stuff going on and, you know, it's easy to say, you know, well, it's the cook's fault or it's, you know, it's the, you know, the bread maker's fault or whatever. There's a lot of that kind of that happens in real food service industry. But, you know, I liked kind of that scene where they're all kind of a family. They all sit down and have like a family meal together and and they seem like a tight knit group of workers that care about each other, you know.
0: And I'm glad you brought that up because Mm -hmm. that was almost like, wait, They're all getting along and they're all like super happy with each other. Yeah. It's and it and 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 to paint the picture, it's like all the staff from the kitchen, you had the guy who I don't know if he works there, but he like fixes things. Yes. I think a delivery guy was there. They all sat down and had this meal together and were kind of laughing and, you know, busting each other's balls in a good natured way. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like, this is family. This is your family. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, like, is this show about fractured families and creating a new one?
1: Kind of. I think it's like a bunch of just, you know, misfits that are in this situation together. Yeah. You know, yes, it's their job, but yeah, they kind of treat each other like family because this is all they got, you know? Yeah. So,
0: so I'm interested to see where the bear goes. Yeah. We'll keep watching it. And yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe report back here on it
1: in in small amounts for me, because sometimes it's a little intense. Yeah, sure.
0: With the conflict.
1: But yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And they do a good job with the Chicago accents.
1: Yeah. And just kind of the look of it, too. Like,
0: yeah, it has a real lived in gritty feel. Yeah. Like this is a real kitchen.
1: Exactly. And, you know. The scenes, you know, even when he's like kind of hanging out the back door, talking to his sister, it looks like a Chicago gritty alley, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think like, uh, then his flashbacks are also so contrasting. It's like white, pristine, everything runs like a well-oiled machine and like, you know, there's such discipline and care there. and. Mm So it's a big contrast. It looks kind of dreamy and almost heavenly when he's flashing yeah. back, you know, like.
0: Yeah. Very stark contrast. Yeah. Two yep. completely different worlds. Definitely. But uh, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. To um, what do you what do you call it? The hall pass. The hall
1: pass. A
0: show that either Jody or I are watching without the other one um, participating. Yep. So you've been watching a show on Netflix. You finished it, actually.
1: I finished it. It's like a limited series of six episodes. It came out this summer, late July. It's called Keep Breathing. And again, it's on Netflix. Um, it stars Melissa Barrera. She's kind of a, she's a female attorney who's kind of all about work in her life. And she gets st- stuck in the Canadian wilderness after a plane crash and it's kind of about her survival but it also is about kind of her reflecting on her life and her past and her traumas and kind of you know coming to terms with some of that through her fight to survive and I don't I just really liked it I couldn't stop watching it Hmm. I just wanted to know what happened next and I think a lot of people gave it some flack because they were expecting it to be this like survival drama, but they were kind of annoyed at all of our flashbacks of our life and stuff. And I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking like, well, if you were a plane crash survivor out in the wilderness, you got nothing but time to think about things. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you
0: think of any kind of show, whether it's lost this or uh, aside from Gilligan's Island, yeah. Any show where you're stranded on a desolate, desolate area. Yeah. Island, you know, snowy, cat mountain, whatever. Yep. You know, you can't just have them. You can't have an hour of them trying to forage for berries. Right. You know, or fighting off a wolf. Right. I mean, that's interesting stuff. But yeah, there's going to be, like you said, some introspection, some looking back on things. Yeah. And this <laughs> kind of made me think of Yellow Jackets, which I think is kind of a similar situation there's like oh
1: that's one i wanted to see yeah and, yeah and and
0: and we'll check that out eventually but sure i think that one like this is very much like a you know crash land stranded yeah and a lot of them show as flashbacks
1: yeah well and you know i i like that it showed a whole range of emotions as she kind of works to survive you got the joys and triumphs of you know making fire like I don't know if I would know how to do that for sure I mean you you think about those things in theory like yeah rub two sticks together but could you actually make that happen like you know so you see you're kind of rejoice and then you know for every little victory it kind of is a push and pull like for every survival victory you know there's some setbacks too along the way and so you never know if she's gonna make it or not yeah. and uh so yeah i i really enjoyed it i i liked even the flashbacks and the story of her life and how it kind of shaped why and who she is today you know
0: did any of this interest come from our playing the stranded deep video game <laughs> which is about somebody stranded on an island? no
1: actually a coworker had recommended this oh, okay. to me and kind of gave me the high level plot and i was like I'll I'll check it out. You know, I think maybe I had some free time in the evening without you, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And I was hooked after the first Good. episode. So I'm
0: glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched a little bit when I would come in and Yeah, nothing about it really drew me in. Maybe it's because it was in the middle of the show. Yeah,
1: you can't there. do that. Silly. Yeah,
0: can't do that. No. So keep breathing. Yes. Jody Likey.
1: I did. Yeah.
0: All Good right. show. We'll have to check out Yellow Jackets now. Yeah. Anything else, my love?
1: No. That'll do it for me.
0: That'll do, Pig. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you join us every time we do this. Because we like to do it. And it's fun.
1: Yes. Share. Tell your friends.
0: Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Mary W. Chans and you can also... Uh, give us a good review on your podcast provider. That's always beneficial and helpful. Yes, it is. Tell your friends.
1: I already said that. Oh, part. you did. I missed yeah, it. I share. It. Tell your friends.
0: It's 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 worth repeating. <laughs> um, so until next time, I'm Moose.
1: And I'm Jody. We'll see you later. Bye.